Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Atheists, agnostics, long haired weirdos, short haired weirdos, vandals, hooligans. The government hug the government love. The government hug the government love. The government Welcome to The Politics Guys, a place for bipartisan, rational, and civil debate on American politics and policy. I'm political scientist Michael Baranowski. I'm joined today by my conservative counterpart, Cleveland area attorney and defender of freedom, Jay Carson. Hey, good morning, Mike. Hey, Jay. So as I said uh, during the weekend show, there were a number of things I really wanted to get to, and one of them that I've been following fairly closely for a while is actually a continuation of something you and I talked about the last time we were on a few weeks back. And that's that congressional testimony of the presidents of Penn, MIT, and Harvard, right, where they all gave those awful answers to Elise Stefanik's question about whether calling for genocide would violate their institution's rules on bullying and harassment. And of course, in the wake of that testimony and all the uproar, well, Penn's president, Liz McGill, she resigned. And then Stefanik said, one down, two to go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now now MIT's president, that's uh, Sally Kornbluth, she seems to be pretty secure, no imminent danger there. But the picture is really different for Harvard's president, Claudine Gay. And she was. Uh, you, you might say also she was she was of the three, the, the least horrible. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. In her responses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then there were these investigations of Gay's record. And and basically it was found that she committed multiple verified acts of plagiarism in in her academic work. And now the people who are pushing for her removal uh, essentially are saying, well, the president of Harvard should be held to the same standard as Harvard students when it comes to plagiarism. And Harvard's policy on this is that all paraphrased material must be acknowledged completely, something that it is incontrovertible that Gay failed to do, not on not just once, but on multiple occasions. And also Harvard's policy is that students who, for whatever reason, sub, for whatever reason, submit work either not their own or without clear attribution to its sources will be subject to disciplinary action up to and including requirement to withdraw from the college. And so there is I want to be clear, there is no question that Gay uh, engaged in acts of plagiarism under that definition, Uh, not just once, but on multiple occasions. The larger question is, how big of a deal is this, and should this result in her resignation or termination? What do you think, Jay? So, you know, to some extent, I'll I'll defer to you because you're the the academic here. but it it strikes me as the 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 biggest issue that some of these these colleges had in the testimony what 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 that brought out and and I'm going to take a sort of a different tact here than the one of people said i i don't I don't think it is as much about anti-Semitism uh, as it has been played up uh, but rather about uh, hypocrisy um, and I think this plays into the the same 
uh, the same um, argument that there is is one set of rules uh, depending on where you are um, in the the you know political uh, pecking order, right? Uh, and the, the grievance uh, 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 orders and and uh, a different rule for other people. And I think that's to me. I think that's that's what 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 hit um, um, so so many so many of Americans. It's not just that there was anti-Semitism or anti-Semitism permitted. It was the uh, the idea that well, of course, you know, we'll you know, it's we we would not look askance at, at this uh, as long as it's um, you know supporting the the greater narrative, right? Of of uh, oppressor versus oppressed. Um, so uh, you know that's that's you know would would anyone else uh, uh you know again a harvard student gotten away with this uh i suspect no um from what i've read and i i have not compared um you know what she's written with with what others have written um because my god who'd want to do that but um you know is as i understand it it is fairly significant you know sort of cut and paste type job stuff not just i'm paraphrasing uh what another scholar did and not giving proper attribution um but uh yeah i think it it raises the the, the question is it is you know is it too much to ask for the the president of, of harvard to um at least sort of you know sort, sort of try to, <laughs> to follow the uh these these rules and and look if you're going to make the argument um and I, I look. I think I think the colleges can say, look, the 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 president's job isn't to be, you know, the number one uh, academic uh, in the school, but rather they're just out there to do PR and fundraising and all that. Okay, fair enough. I mean, um, you know, thinking back on our college experience, right? Our college president, I couldn't tell you a, a, a damn thing he wrote or what he wrote about or if he wrote at all. Um, he was more just the nice guy uh, who went out and uh, uh, schmoozed uh, uh, alumni for money. Um, so, hey, look, if you're going to define the job as as that's what it is, okay. But if you're going to define the job as as you are the premier academic at the premier institution in the world, uh, then you ought to live up to those standards. I think I think a lot of that is is fairly on point. Actually, I I, I think. That it's clear. You sound surprised. Well, no, it, it, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm usually all. fairly on point. Yeah. It's clear to me that the people who now, why why all this happened after Gay's testimony was that there were some people who tried to who who not tried to who went after Gay tried to find reasons to attack and they and they found some. But here's where it gets a little murky because because. Unless you're an academic, you don't know how academic scholarship really works. It's really unclear for most people the difference between plagiarism and research misconduct and what exactly was going on. And because I, I did, I was one of the people who looked through the specific things that she wrote and how they compared to other things. And one thing I'll point out is that one thing you learn as, a, as an academic writing research articles is there's a certain boilerplate as to how you present results. And given that, it's it's very difficult in certain instances to not use very similar similar phrasing. And and that's fine so long as you make sure that you are attributing things uh, that you are paraphrasing to the people who they came from originally. And there are some instances where 
that didn't happen with with Claudine Gay. Now, overall, I would say it's much more an example of research sloppiness as opposed to somebody trying to pass off work findings, results that were not her own as her own. So it doesn't, it's not research misconduct as far as I have determined. Now, that's not to say it's okay because you would not, you know, if, if you are supposed to be a researcher, you're not supposed to be sloppy in your research. But to me, it's kind of a red herring sort of thing. But the bigger issue to me, well, the really two bigger issues, number one, how gay and how Harvard responded to this. Had she come out and said, you know what, looking at all this back in my research career, I, yeah, there were these instances where I was sloppy and I apologize for that. And that didn't happen. That was much more, it was much more of a, you know, it's, it's not the crime, it's the cover up sort of thing. I, I get there were certain instances where she asked for corrections to be made and that sort of thing. But, but to me, the much more, I'll say interesting uh, issue here, the bigger issue is, is the fact is looking at Claudine's Claudine Gay's career. Um, and that's what really blew me away because when in looking at this research misconduct or plagiarism thing, I looked at her entire career as an academic. Um, and uh, in pulling up her CV, uh, she actually came out of, she, she originally started at Stanford. And when she received tenure at Stanford, Stanford, of course, one of the best schools in the country, right? Incredibly high academic standards. She actually, like I, she's a political scientist. And when she was tenured at Stanford, uh, she had what appears to be four peer-reviewed articles and not a single book. Uh, I had a better record when I was tenured at Northern Kentucky University. Uh, you could totally kick her ass. Well, and then when Harvard hired her away with a promotion to full professor just three years later, she had something like seven publications and no book. I had well over that when I was given full professor rank at NKU, which is no Harvard. I love NKU, but I mean, in terms of research. So to me, and I don't blame Claudine Gay for this. Hey, she, she was probably told, go up for tenure. You'll get it. Go up for promotion. To me, a system in which someone can be said to be a, a distinguished scholar with such a sparse record, that to me suggests a real problem with the system. I, I have no reason to doubt that Claudine Gay couldn't be an incredible scholar, but she didn't have to be. And I think we should all right. be concerned about what, what do you think accounts for the for the discrepancy? That she was a black woman writing about uh black representation and there were a lot of people who felt that that was important to highlight and important to promote and, and i think that they did claudine gay and i think they did just in general a disservice to to academia and academic pursuit by uh, by promoting her by, and, and and tenuring her when she by rights should not have been promoted or tenured shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, 
Well, I would, it's, it's hard for me to disagree with, with any of that. Um, and, 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 then, uh, and, and so, but again, to, to your point, that doesn't necessarily mean that she's not a fantastic president of Harvard, because like you said, what you want in a university president is basically someone to raise money for the institution. That's kind of the yeah. key. Well, well, I would, I would say the, the, the testimony, uh, and how she handled herself there would would tend to say she's not so fantastic at, at being sort of the public face of the organization. But um, well, at least in that in that. Particular but yeah, she may she may raise a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so but but you're right. It's the hypocrisy. You know, people saying, well, Claudine Gay is a distinguished scholar. I mean, she's she's she was made a, a fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, which is just insane, given her ridiculously sparse academic record and that's the sort of thing that's where i just it's ah, jay it gets me so upset because i say this is exactly well it's the kind of thing it's it's an unforced error you know because it's exactly the sort of egregious thing that makes people who would be otherwise very inclined to support so much of what the left does to say well that's just nuts that that's it's just giving ammunition to the other side. And I hate to see that sort of thing. And so it just drives me absolutely crazy when I see that sort of thing. So anyway, that's, that's my take on that. So do you think, uh, do you think she's going to end up resigning under pressure? I mean, because it seems like there's been no. a slow drip. Do you think Harvard's going to just stick with her? And I do, I do. Um, they'd be racist, misogynistic, uh, uh, if they didn't, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think they have to, right? Um, if if you know someone at some point says the emperor has no clothes, uh, I think the emperor has to just keep insisting that yes, yes, he does, uh, and and you're racist and misogynistic. <laughs> I really think that's that's the that's the game plan, that's the play, um, because uh, because other to admit otherwise. Um, Right is is to sort of give away the that uh, look a whole lot of this um, is a scam um, and you know they know it and you know it and we know it um, but uh, you know just make sure people shouldn't say it out loud. Well, uh, I, I think I, I think that's uh, I think it's a scam, but it's not on some. Well, I wouldn't use the word scam. I mean, again, on some level. You can when when uh, Claudine Gay was was named Harvard's president. This only happened uh, July, right? She hasn't been president long. I mean, it was uh, the Harvard Crimson and everyone else was saying, you know, this is great. Uh, we, we they right. specifically cited diversity. Or we have a black woman as president of Harvard. This is a wonderful thing, and she brings something that no one else could bring. And I think there's a lot of but they also hyped up the whole distinguished scholarship and so forth. Yeah, and, and that's you know. that's the hypocrisy part of it, right? So that's right. I think, and that's again the unforced error. That that's that's the thing that drives me nuts about. Yeah, about Ver Veritas is the. Uh, the motto, as I understand, um, and it, it seems to not <laughs> not fit, right? And, and look, I, I think I think this goes to you know speaking as a, a conservative, uh, sort of in the wilderness, right? This goes to why, and, and you say, well, it's an unforced error. I I you know I, I say it's a function rather than a bug. Um, that that there is this institutional distrust, um, because. You know, it, there, there is, there's, uh, 
you know, anytime someone says, oh, well, if obviously they're the expert, they're the distinguished call, uh, 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 scholar. Well, why? Well, because Harvard says so. And, um, and, and who the hell are you to, uh, to question any of this? Um, I think that's, that's a, a, a big, uh, a big issue when you have other, other experts, right? Who are then suddenly, disproven or found to have been uh, lying or 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 uh, uh manufacturing um uh their their credentials um i i think that's that's what feeds into it and and uh, uh i think part of the whole dei uh effort is is unfortunately part of that uh and and i think everyone would be so much better served uh if they got rid of that um using that as the rubric and and went back to fo uh, focusing on uh excellence in in whatever it is that that you intend to be doing and i would agree look if if you if if you want to say the job of the president isn't to be the number one scholar uh at the school or the highest publisher or whatever uh but but rather just to be the public face and to to uh, uh raise money fair enough um but uh, then, then uh, let's let's have a little veritas with with that, right? And 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 be clear that that's that's the job, and um, not pretend uh, otherwise. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I disagree with you a bit on the the DEI aspect of it. I I certainly don't think we have to throw out the baby with with the bathwater. I think DEI serves a lot of important goals, but I also think that you can't just ignore. Uh, qualifications and excellence. It should be a, a plus factor and not a substitution factor sort of thing. And, and certainly if, if early in her career, uh, Claudine gave mentors, I, 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 I hope they, I, I believe they gave her a, a lot of support, but they should have said, listen, we're going to give you all the support we possibly can, but we're going to hold you to certain standards. The standard should not be lower for anyone because of their whatever, you know, uh, characteristic, but certain people you can make a case may need, may benefit from more support because of the effects of, of uh, discrimination and systemic racism and that sort of thing. And that's, that's fine as far as I'm concerned, but what but you can't you're not, do, you're not suggesting that Claudine Gay plagiarized because of systemic racism. No, 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 not at all. No, I, I'm saying, I'm saying that she was, she was promoted with a very shaky academic record. That wasn't her fault. She wasn't the one making those decisions. Well, yeah, it was. Way. She's the one who plagiarized. Well, she, I, I, again, it was more kind of like some sloppy research. And all right. you, you come up, you learn to become a researcher and, and an academic by getting feedback from your from your mentors from your peers and if people are not giving you honest feedback are not holding you to a certain standard because for whatever reason what's that the 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 is it the the phrase the soft racism of low expectations or something like that yeah I remember it so if people are I remember that's, that. that those people are doing a disservice to whoever they think they're ostensibly trying to help. You don't, you don't hold people to a lower standard. You give them more support and hold them to the higher standard if you think that. And so that's what I think the system in some ways failed Claudine Gay. We hope you enjoyed this preview of our supporters-exclusive midweek show. 
If you'd like to hear the rest of the episode, we hope you'll consider becoming a supporter. Supporters get ad-free access to all of our shows, membership in our Politics Guys Discord group where you can join in on the conversation, and other benefits at different levels of support. To become a supporter, go to patreon.com slash politicsguys. You can also support us through Venmo or at politicsguys or through PayPal. You'll find all of our support links in the show notes as well as at politicsguys.com slash support. And if you'd like to get the midweek show, but you're not in a position to become a financial supporter, that's not a problem. Just send me an email at mike at politicsguys.com and I'll be happy to get that set up for you.